is Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny on the Revelations Radio Network. Podcasting to you from the sunny forest of Meadowdale, Washington, where I am wondering why people on the beach this morning were all wearing face masks. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And from Cascade Locks, Oregon, where I'm about ready to make a run for the hills, or more accurately, the mountain, I'm Andrew Hoffman. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. I mean, getting away from the city, is that it? You're moving out of town? You had it? Um, little or a three you know, a four day vacation to an hour and a half from here. So oh, well there you go. Four day vacation sounds awesome. Yeah. An hour and a half from there sounds awesome as well. Can't really call it camping since very definitely be indoors, but uh yeah, it should be looks like a nice place on the pictures. So very cool. Yeah, we did that. We did something like that last year, last June. We stayed in some cabins that were on the water, and it, it's very, you know, there's no bathroom or run. I think now there might have been running water. There was a sink, I think, but no bathroom in the cabin, and it was about as close to camping as we wanted to do, especially with a. I guess at that point he would have been two year old. So yeah, yeah. Always extra challenges there. So absolutely, absolutely. Um. So I was just sharing with you a little bit off air before we got on, but like I was just going to point out that I'm getting frustrated and kind of dealing with uh, all the news that's happening as well as some stuff in the personal life. And it's, you kind of pointed out, I bet you're not the only one. So I just, <laughs> you know, if I wanted to share that with anybody else who's out there that may be going through stuff like, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely a strange time now. Did you happen to get the meme I sent over to you yesterday? <laughs> yes, yes, I enjoyed uh, that. Yeah, who is living through the greatest prop? What is a propaganda exercise of all time? You, and their points pointing, you know, yeah, at you, which, pointing at you, which I thought was very uh, realistic, very, <laughs> very spot on. Guess who's living through the biggest psychological operation in the history of mankind? And it's a girl holding that sign and pointing at pointing at <laughs> you. So, yeah, and. Uh, I don't know if it makes it better or worse to know that you're living through it. The greatest I, psycho- psychological operation of all time. I would say better, but I don't know if it's better. I would think I was it's funny. I was just thinking about that the last like 24 hours. Like it doesn't necessarily make knowing it any better. Like I always thought, if, you know, to be awake during September 11th would be awesome, but it, it's actually kind of horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I, I'll, I'll share just briefly my journey. Remember last time I was talking about I'm going to do a media fast? That was like two, three weeks ago because we mm-hmm. couldn't do a show and we couldn't – something like that. And I did it, right? So I went like – gosh, how long did I go? Eight or nine days maybe? No – like I listened to my podcast. So I was still getting news through podcasts, No Agenda, Corbett Report, Chris White. Um, but I was not actively reading any news stories or going on social media at all. And so I will report back. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I felt way better. 
things felt more calm, even though my life is hectic where we got a baby due at the end of this month and there's just a lot going on. Um, you know, I still felt better, you know, I felt prayed up and, and, and doing, and doing, doing well. Uh, and then I started to kind of come back into looking at, uh, news and whatnot and like immediately fell back into like looking at it constantly because Wayfair gate Mm. (laughs) broke like the, like the day I'm coming back on, it's just everywhere. And so I start looking into that and then it's just more, you know, kind of dark spiritual stuff and what the heck is going on and uh, right back into it and starting to feel bad again, like kind of not panicked, but just anxiety. And I'm not someone who struggles with anxiety. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody I talk to is not sleeping well. It's just a strange, strange time right now. So. I don't know if that's going to help anybody to hear that I'm going through it, but maybe, <laughs> but maybe yeah. it will just to, I don't know that maybe that that's a little, little tidbit that I can offer is that I'm going through it as well. Yeah. Uh, it's, I hear you yesterday. I, I was, um, as we talked off air, we'd been down to one car for a couple days. So I had, you know, haven't been going many places, but I'm like, I got to take a hike. So it was uh, <laughs> like, a, and fortunately my, my wife understood. And I, I took about a three and a half hour hike yesterday, which was, which was nice. Good for um, you, man. But, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's pretty rough and it's kind of hard to explain why, because it's like, well, I don't, mind being home it's not like i really was into shopping and going places and you know we weren't eating out at restaurants anyway <laughs> it's um with the little kids but yeah there's a there's a lot of stress um you know my wife was just kind of i guess you could say kind of grieving for what what kids are growing up in right now yeah, and it's it was kind of uh, spurred by a stupid zoom call you know where it's like uh anyway uh, no i get it i've done zoom calls with a three-year-old too it's very yeah. bizarre yeah and the, the um so our youngest has down syndrome and so she had been getting uh, kind of speech therapy stuff and physical therapy. Um, and they, they of course stopped all that with COVID. And so we were looking into doing some of that privately and they're like, Oh yeah, we do the speech therapy over zoom. You know, It's like, really <laughs> with a three-year-old. Okay. That's perfect. Uh, I'm sure that'll work just great. Uh, but because the the reason they can't do that in person is because they can't obviously speech therapy doesn't really work to do with a mask on you know if they can't see your mouth moving um so that that's the logic behind it but uh the mask clamp down is in somewhat full swing i've thought that i was going to have to put on a mask a couple different times uh so far have not um you're my hero had to make it into walmart and back on two occasions the first time there was someone that stopped me at the door 
said, you need a mask. And I said, oh, can I, you know, do you have one? Is there one? She said, you you can purchase one at customer service. So then I just walked right in and went and got my barbecue grill and walked out. Uh, (laughs) Which, uh, side note, the the cheap Chinese uh, barbecue grill from Walmart, Mm -hmm. way better than the cheap Chinese grill from Home Depot. Just in the... <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Uh, and then the other occasion, there wasn't anyone at the door. But, man, it's just so uncomfortable. It, I, like, I haven't had people, you know, yell at me or scream at me. But it's just, it's just no fun. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to cause a ruckus. It's just, I can't. You know, I can't live the lie. <laughs> yeah, I live the lie every day at work, man. So it's yeah. tough, you know. Well, that's I, something that you got to do. But then on the other hand, I'm I'm going to a beautiful beach on a hike today, or you know, a hike. It's about half a mile down the hill here, but with a three year old, that's a hike. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, in uh, I get out there, and there's like a whole bunch of uh, young mothers, you know, out there with their masks on. One of them, like. You know, I set my backpack down and walked away. I was, you know, running around with my son and the dog and uh, came back and my backpack was like near her. And she like, I, I like walked towards it and she like literally like backed up oh away goodness. from me. And I was just <laughs> like, okay. And then my dog started running around and playing with this other dog and she also backed up. So I think she's just a, she's just a frightened person, but that's what we're, that's what we're, we're seeing out there. And then, but on the other hand, I felt for her cause she's talking to a friend of hers about what in the world are we going to do for school when they're going back. The plan is for the school district I live in to go back two days a week, mm. one day off in the middle and then two days online and then re- like two different teams reversed. And it's like, what in the, what for what? Yeah. So I got yeah. a point zero 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 four. uh, our good friend, uh, Ghani, Gons posted this the other day you know it's a point zero 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 four percent death rate in the united states better shut down the largest you know populous state california yeah it's better everybody better wear a mask or they'll die it's like why don't we just can we just get the presidential election over with so we can yeah like I mean, move on with our lives here it's so bad it's <laughs> so bad I, yeah man i got nothing i, I, I it's been it's been uh, been crazy, and then yeah. kind of falling into Wayfair Gate did not help my anxiety at all. Seeing that <laughs> that that there's a lot of smoke there, man. Yeah. I have no definitive proof, but the amazing Polly she tweeted that out like a month ago, and I remember seeing it and kind of looking into it and being like, "This is weird. These cabinets don't look like they should be that expensive." Mm. And then once it hit, like a lot uh, within the last week. People were matching up the names of cabinets to missing children, and they pulled it. They all of a sudden, Wayfair started pulling everything down. Mm. So people start people started looking into Wayfair as a as a uh, like who's on the board. The guy that started it's on the board of the Federal Reserve, but has ties to the Clinton Foundation. It's also the 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 furniture company that provides uh, uh, furniture for the FEMA. Uh, FEMA kids in cages or whatever down mm. at the border. Yeah, dude, it's like it like it just keeps like Wayfair just keeps going. If you really look into that, and I don't recommend anyone does because it's never ending. But you can find like arrests last month 
about with the, there were people that were child trafficking and the guy in the photo is wearing a Wayfair shirt that he like got a like he was a delivery guy. I mm. mean, there's just a, there's some really weird stuff. Waif, the definition of waif is lost or missing children. Like it is, this is a, way too much smoke with Wayfair, and of course, 4chan and then Twitter. You know, con- that's the other thing, man. I'm like trapped in conservative Twitter. I gotta, I gotta let everybody know that right now. And I know I am, but I can't get out. Like, you know, conservative, somewhat QAnon slash Twitter. I'm like stuck mm-hmm. in it, and it's where, that's where my people are at least right now. And uh, anyways, way too much smoke with Wayfair Gate. I mean, way too much. I mean, literal, very rare names of children that go missing, named on like ten, twelve thousand dollar throw pillows, with a weight the size of a kid. Ugh. What? <laughs> like what? Yeah, and people, you know, four chan got in there and started screenshotting everything as well as people on Twitter before, and then Wayfair just starts like tearing it all down, and then put out this thing that said. Hey, we. This is definitely not child trafficking. Like within 24 hours of it blowing up, Wayfair had a real, like this is not happening. De- like denial and had it like it leaked out. This is what you're supposed to do if somebody calls in asking about, you know, this. It's obviously false. And like Snopes runs with it and says, "Hey, don't worry, Wayfair said they didn't do it." Right. And yeah. like everybody's saying, like the, all the news sources, are like, no, it's clearly just a, you know, obviously they're not trafficking in children and. Just anyway, bizarre, man. Absolutely bizarre. So it, you know, I'll tell you one thing: the QAnon stuff really sucks you in because it makes you feel like, oh, there's a chance we could win this through tweets <laughs> and and, and uh, 4chan posts and and everything. So we go one, we go all. With Mike well, <laughs> and I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, you know, as much smoke as there is with the QAnon stuff, there's never any proof. Until the guy who just got released or, you know, got the charges <laughs> dropped against him stands up with his family and does a where we go one, we go all on his back porch. I mean, wait, what? Like, what is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's... It's quick, quickly followed up by Chrissy Teigen. Did you see any of this? Right. Yeah, I saw the Christie so the, in. So I watched this blow yeah. up. Did you see it when it hit the news, or I watched this like in live real time um, yesterday I or saw, day before? I mainly I saw the um, like the mainstream media coverage of the poor Chrissy Teigen right. had yeah. to take down her Twitter. Oh. So two night two nights ago, I'm laying down and I open. I'm an idiot. I open up 4chan. Total moronic move. And there's a thread that says, get in here. We found a bunch of tweets from Chrissy Teigen that are pedophile, you know, Pizzagate related. And she's uh, she's going to start deleting them or she started deleting them or something like that. And so 4chan has list. They have all of it, right? They screenshotted everything. And there's some app you can go in and actually look and see who's deleted tweets. And she deleted 33,000 tweets. 33. Hmm. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh. Who deletes 33,000 tweets? Her, like she, her defense says, is like, I'm, no, I, I deleted 64,000 tweets or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then she said, I did it because I'm afraid for my family. That's because people were posting photos of like, it's so hilarious when somebody walks onto a plane with pizza and everybody just starts laughing. And then the same date, she posts an Instagram picture of her on the beach with a bikini, and there's a house behind her. 
And people on, on 4chan, because they're nuts, are posting, okay, this is what she says this day. This is where she is. Where's that house? And they found it. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's in Jamaica. You can rent it for only 666 bucks a night. It, yeah. And they started, like, matching all this stuff up. And so she, she just starts deleting everything and then tweets something out like, I'm afraid for my family's safety. That's that's a, that's a weird one. Anyway, I just took everybody down the Wayfair plus Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. yeah. All that plus all the other stress that's going on with the world. But I talked to a good friend of both of ours recently, and he said that one way to let it kind of remember is that people don't want to know the truth. People are, are sinful creatures, and they want to just hear whatever they can, you know, the itching ears. They want to mm-hmm. hear whatever keeps the, the merry-go-round going. Yeah, and and we've got a media system that uh, mm. uh, basically just wants to sell political ads. And, and drug ads. And drug run ads. By, it's run by the CCP and, dr- and, and drug companies. And can can I just say if if Big Pharma feels that uh, your program is an appropriate place to advertise, I don't trust that program. <laughs> I don't I don't trust you. Um, you know, but please point out to me the the times when the um, drug company influenced media has been right and the alternative media has has been wrong love to see that yeah but the strange part is that people are so indoctrinated on twitter or i don't know i'm only on twitter uh but i i like remove myself from reddit because i felt i actually realized i'm like i'm in an echo chamber of the left (laughs) and the Mm -hmm. ccp because it's not even hidden that there are chinese interests that own big portions of reddit so I kind of removed myself from that and went over towards Twitter. Now I'm stuck in like a conservative one. But anyway, the people that are on there are so brainwashed. They're either completely QAnon or they're like, you conspiracy theorists. None of this stuff has ever been proven true. The Obamagate stuff or the mm-hmm. Pizzagate stuff or all this. It's like, whoa, like there's some of that stuff is like. That's a fact. <laughs> like, yeah, if Jeffrey Epstein brought minors to a island and molested and probably killed them that's a fact that's documented there are famous people that go there that's a fact it's not a conspiracy theory yeah obama in in his administration unmasked general flynn that's a fact it's like (laughs) yeah but nobody would know i don't know that you know the government's not bad and fauci's our hope and it's just what I hope people are waking up, man. I hope people are waking up. Yeah, did you see the... Let me see how it posted in here. This is probably... Oh, yeah, it worked. Okay. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s post on the new um, FDA requirement, which, remember, uh, the FDA, um, the person who gets to decide whether... A vaccine gets the special exemption to kind of just get pushed into, yeah, it's not really tested, but we'll just start making a bunch of it and the government will buy a ton of it. That person just happens to be married to Anthony Fauci. Oh, weird. Yeah. Just convenience. Like the companies that he's involved with just always get 
approved. I, I don't know. It's just nothing to see here. But uh, this is the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. post, which, um, I, I mean, he's he's a liberal, but he's clearly an honest one, which means that he's been chased to the darkest uh, edges of the Internet and um, we'll probably never hear from him again shortly. Um, as a side note, he posted a contest to go canoeing with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And I'm thinking, no way. <laughs> <laughs> let it, let people with, in on the inside joke. Well, with with uh, stay away from uh, canoes, hot tubs, and small aircraft. And his family has had a ridiculously Oof. bad record with all those things. Um, usually connected with the uh, Clintons or the Bushes in some way, but anyway. Um, so his post here. After suckering us into ruinous lockdown awaiting rescue by vaccine, the pharma grifters are frantically dialing back the expectations they inflated. During a Wednesday FDA teleconference, S or CBER's director Peter Marks said FDA is now willing to license COVID vaccines with a dismal 50% and as low as 30% efficacy, a humiliating retreat from the Gates Fauci promise of a miraculous vaccine that will give lifetime immunity to 7 billion people and prevent transmission. Equally deflating, NIH's Tony Fauci conceded that vaccine immunity may only last a few months. Enjoined Gates hinting that the vaccine may not even prevent transmission. AstraZeneca is making 2 billion doses of its Oxford jab, Gates is heavily invested, despite proof that vaccinated monkeys transmit COVID. Paul Offit told CBS that the jab may not stop transmission and may only weaken, not prevent symptoms. Marx conceded that a vaccine with the 50% efficacy will not stop the virus. We're going to need a vaccine that's probably in the order of 70% effective, and 70% at least of the population is going to need to take it. Marx has justified, uh, or Marx justified FDA's willingness to license jabs with a pathetic 30 to 50% efficacy, citing industry convenience. Can we show you some calculation of how we got there? No, he confessed, adding, if you go much lower than 50%, then the lower bounds of things start to get to a place where vaccines may have very little efficacy. On the other hand, if we held that number at 70 to 80%, we may not have a vaccine until there's herd immunity that's occurred naturally. Oh, no. (laughs) Fear that the wild virus might vanish before a vaccine is ready for human trials has prompted FDA to scrap its traditional ethical revulsion for challenge trials in which drug companies deliberately expose humans to wild viruses. FDA has issued new protocols for controlled human infection models, wherein drug companies intentionally expose vaccinated volunteers to a pathogen. FDA says such trials uh, could be necessary if COVID becomes so rare that it no longer is no longer possible to demonstrate vaccine effectiveness by way of conducting clinical disease endpoint efficacy studies. When will the press call fraud on these quacks? I think we know the answer to that question. Uh, but uh, anyway, I thought that was a good a good post. Um, and 
you know, there are hints of this, right? I mean, this is the reason they, well, you know, maybe 12 to 18 months, maybe, you know. Um, and if they always have all the caveats in there, if everything goes right and what have you. But this scam of the government paying for billions of doses of a vaccine that it's clear it's not going to work is just no no army vaccine has ever been proved effective ever it's just it is such a boondoggle um and at the same time i'm almost like okay can you just take your billions of dollars of government made up money and leave us alone like just you know you got the orders in you get the money no matter what can we just let the thing sit on the shelf uh, let the thing die. Yeah. What? Because that's what's what's happening is uh, exactly as the people who said this is a bioweapon. Once a once it was engineered in a lab. Once it's out in the open, it's going to fall apart, kind of like yeah. SARS-CoV-1. And that's exactly what happened. You know, more and more the people get it. Uh, or the, whatever they test positive for it, which is not, you know, I'm I'm not convinced that means you're actually sick. Uh, the whole asymptomatic thing, but well, come on, man! In Florida, they they got hundred percent hundred percent testing. Yeah, everybody who's tested <laughs> has it. It's everybody gets tested has it. Very very oh, realistic there. Only in thirty three thirty three different uh, clinics. Yeah, I I posted some stories on that, but. Um, I I guess my point is this thing's it's going away, and it, instead of reporting factually on it, the media is just trying desperately to hype this thing up, and it's all at the behest of the drug companies. It's all until they can get this the vaccine orders in, and they're getting the infrastructure in for medical martial law lockdown, not necessarily for this time, but they want it all for for next time for pandemic two like bill as bill gates calls it and um and and they know that a lot of people know what's going on but they they don't care just move forward with it anyway yeah i don't don't know the (laughs) the thing i was thinking about last night is i was not a trump supporter when he got elected like, I thought it was hilarious to watch the left, like, lose its collective mind the day after and, well, the, the four years since. Um, but I have, I was not a Trump supporter. I, I find myself leaning that way. Because, like you said in 2016, all the right people hate him. Yeah, all the, yeah, the right people <laughs> definitely he, hate him. The, all the right people hate him. And that, and that, you know, you start to wonder why, right? Why? Why is... You know, I think Hillary Clinton's best quote was if he, if he, if, what did she say? If that, uh, well, it, yeah, it, it was reported he, that she said, if he wins, we all hang by nooses. But. Yeah. Matt Lauer is over. If that guy wins, we all hang from nooses. And I, <laughs> I, I feel like if you look at the Democrat party or the mainstream media, that is playing itself out right now. Yeah. Um, I'm wary and, because and I don't the, want to be wearing QAnon glasses, but I'm, I'm wary because it, it looks like. All of these celebrities who hate him so much, all of these news channels who hate him so much, all of these, you know, 
famous people or people that are part of the system who hate him so much stand to lose. They stand to lose money. They stand to lose influence. They stand to be possibly exposed for being, you know, ties to to uh, Epstein. I mean, it, right. it just, it just. Uh, well, and I'm, I'm glad to see uh, Jalen Maxwell get arrested. Uh, I think I'm glad to see that. Um, I'll be. Did you get the shot off? <laughs> What's <laughs> you hear the dryer in the background? Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder if you got the shot off before the yeah. shot clock expired. Yeah. Um, no, I hope she will be too. And uh, what do you think? She was in a safe house. Who is under, like, knows they're going to be arrested from the U.S. government? And then it's just like, you know, I think I'm done hanging out in Israel. I'm, I'm just going to fly home, grab some house in New Hampshire, and chill out. Well, there. and was she ever in Israel? You know, because yeah. she, I. It's uh, it's fishy as all get out. All of it, and all the Maxwell stuff is. Bill Barr is in there to cover all this stuff up, not get to the bottom of it. He's not. And this is, you know, and I, I have seen nothing to convince me to the, the contrary, including all the QAnon stuff. Like this is hmm. Bill Barr is insider of insiders. He's just basically taking the baton from Mueller. Um, and yeah, I mean, he sure got to the bottom of that uh, Epstein, in quote, suicide, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, his his explanation is just a a cavalcade of errors. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, now, this, he's in there to cover stuff up. Um, and it, it goes all the way, I mean, he's a Bush administration guy, he's a New World Order guy. And that he'll do media stories that make the media like, oh, he's on Trump's side. Oh, it's terrible. This and that. But it, I'm not buying it. Hmm. So when when they start, uh, you know, when Bill Gates is thrown in jail, I'll believe the QAnon stuff. Okay. <laughs> well, Bill Gates seems like a, a reach. Uh, but hopefully, maybe somebody else. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say, though, about this? Oh, uh, regarding something no one's talking about with Epstein and or Maxwell, and is the is the proper pronunciation Ghislaine? Uh, or I think it's Ghislaine. Ghislaine, okay. Ghislaine Maxwell and uh, Jeffrey Epstein. But one thing that nobody seems to be talking about is, wouldn't they have kill switches? Well, no, I did see stories about that, that she's got all the, the dead woman switch. She's got all the stuff ready to go if something happens to her. That's what her friend said. Okay, that's what her friend said. Oh, yeah, yeah, some, okay, I saw that, and that, that story kind of made me question a lot, because, you know, this is, QAnon's on there, oh, this is it, this is it, they know, they know, they're going to play mm -hmm. it, this is going to be awesome. And it's two politicians, Maxwell supposedly has tape, or uh, associate of hers, has seen tape of two politicians having sex with minors. Um, and it, but when that came out, I'm thinking to myself, ah, you know, but where, where, why doesn't, why doesn't the person just name the names? 
Why mm-hmm. doesn't the person just say this? Why is it, oh, she has this for this? It, it just doesn't make sense. There would be a kill switch. I mean, who knows if Epstein's even dead, right? I mean, because if he has a kill switch or he had one, then they made a deal, cut a deal, and he's, you know, yeah, happily I mean, ever after in Israel or some other island in the well, Caribbean. You know, the, from what I can tell, Epstein uh, was kind of the face of the operation, but definitely not the mastermind. Yeah, that's you know. one thing that, yeah, he never, like, how did he have all that money? He had so much money. And he never really did much with it. He was widely known as super rich and wealthy, but it, it was not, there was no, there's no starting place for, no, the, for the money. It was, it was an intelligence operation. Absolutely. Um, one or more intelligence services, one or more uh, countries involved, probably more. I, mean, I don't, I, you know, I, there's all the... France and Israel looking pretty good. Well, there's all the Israel stuff, um, but it's hard to believe that that goes on without um, CIA or at least one other U.S. intelligence service going on. Here, just just a second. Let me talk for a minute. I'll mute myself and go. (laughs) No no worries. Um, Yeah, well... I don't know. I just feel like some of this QAnon stuff looks like it's starting to happen, but maybe that's just because I'm lost in conservative Twitter. So I want to hear from from the folks out there, the QAnon supporters and whatnot, or the people who don't know anything about it. Send up your uh, send send in your emails. You can send them to uh, go to revelationsradionews.com and then go to the contact tab and then boom, send over some. Some emails, let us know what your thoughts are on any of this stuff, or if you have information, that would be awesome. Great. Are we back? Are we back? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Awesome. Where to, buddy? Well, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Case advisor will lobby against potential Russian sanctions. I thought that was interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about that if you want. Uh, John Weaver, top strategist for John Kasich's presidential campaign in 2016, has registered as a foreign agent and plans to lobby against potential Russian sanctions. What's crazy about this is they figured this out on Twitter and or 4chan yesterday. Uh, they listed John Weaver as a direct benefactor from the Russian government. Like, the Russia collusion thing, it was just... <laughs> Hey, we know we're doing it. Let's accuse Trump of doing it. Yeah. And yeah. The six month, let's see, Weaver will lobby against, will lobby Congress in the Trump administration on sanctions or other restrictions in the area of atomic energy, trade or cooperation involving any way the Russian Federation. The six month contracts were 350,000 plus expenses with the option to extend if necessary. Time is of the essence in the agreement, the contract reads, according to a copy filed with the Justice Department. It's not clear when sanctions, uh, what sanctions we will be lobbying against, but Senator Lindsey Graham and Bob Menendez introduced legislation legislation 
in February to beef up sanctions on Russia, which would curtail the amount of uranium that could be imported from Russia starting in 2021. Among other provisions, the bill has not made it out of committee yet. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be more convinced on on the Bill Barr side of things when they start actually uh, making some headway on the the China stuff too. But anyway, yeah, no kidding. And we haven't really <laughs> talked about anything from China in our in our show at all. But uh, to stay with the Russia theme, I thought this article was really good. I think this story. I think has been since our last show, right? The bounty gate thing. Right. Uh, yeah, it was. Where, yeah. So the, the New York times came out with a story saying Russia was paying Taliban to assassinate American troops and offering them cash bounties if they did so. And that, uh, Trump says he was never briefed on this, but that he's clearly lying because he's a liar and he's in the tank for Putin. And he would rather, you know, he'd rather get our troops killed than um, say anything bad about Russia. That was the general theme, right? Um, When in reality, what's going on is we're trying for the 17th time to pull troops out of Afghanistan uh, you know, going 20 years later. And uh, the Pentagon doesn't like that. And so this story comes from uh, thegrayzone.com by Gareth Porter. I'm pretty sure James Corbett's interviewed him. I know I've, the name's familiar, but... Sure. Uh, how the Pentagon failed to, to sell Afghan government's bunk bounty gate story to U.S. intelligence agencies. Another New York Times Russiagate bombshell turns out to be a dud as dodgy stories spun out by Afghan intelligence and exploited by the Pentagon ultimately failed to convince U.S. intelligence agencies. Uh, The New York Times dropped another Russiagate bombshell on June 26th with a sensational front-page story headline, Russia secretly offered Afghan militants bounties to kill U.S. troops, intelligence says. A predictable media and political frenzy followed, reviving the anti-Russian hysteria that has excited the Beltway establishment for the past four years. But a closer look at the reporting by the Times and other mainstream outlets vying to confirm its coverage reveals another scandal not unlike Russiagate itself. The core elements of the story appear to have been fabricated by Afghan government intelligence to, to derail a potential U.S. troop withdrawal from the country. They were leaked to the Times and other outlets by U.S. national security state officials who shared an agenda with their Afghan allies. In the days following the story's publication, the maneuvers of the Afghan regime and U.S. national security bureaucracy encountered an unexpected political obstacle. U.S. intelligence agencies began offering a series of low-confidence assessments in the Afghan government's self-interested intelligence claims, judging them to be highly suspect at best, altogether bogus at worst. In light of this dramatic development, the Times' initial report appears to have been the product of a sensationalistic disinformation dump aimed at prolonging the failed Afghan war in the face of President Donald Trump's plan to withdraw U.S. troops from it. Uh, The Times not only broke the Bounty Gate story, but commissioned squads of reporters comprising nine different correspondents to write eight articles hyping the supposed scandal in the course of eight days. 
Its coverage displayed the paper's usual habit of regurgitating bits of dubious information furnished to its correspondence by faceless national security sources. In the days after the Times' dramatic publication, its correspondent squads were forced to revise the storyline to correct an account that ultimately turned out to be false on practically every important point. The Bountygate saga began on June 26 with the Times' report declaring, The United States concluded months ago that the Russians had covertly offered rewards for successful attacks last year. The report suggested that U.S. intelligence analysts had reached a firm conclusion on Russian bounties as early as January. A follow-up Times report portrayed the shocking discovery of the lurid Russian plot thanks to the recovery of a large amount of U.S. cash from a raid on a Taliban outpost. That article sourced its claim to the interrogations of captured Afghan militants and criminals. However, subsequent reporting revealed that the U.S. intelligence reports about a Russian plot to distribute bounties through Afghan middlemen were not generated by U.S. intelligence at all. The Times first report on June 28th, then again on June 30th at a large... Anyway, you get the idea. So it it was another bogus story. Um, I do feel like the timeline for these, like from initial New York Times headlines to revealing that they're bogus is getting shorter. So that's a good thing. Um, It's a paper of record, though. You know, I mean, this is goes back to uranium tubes and everything else you know it's the new york times is used by the national security state to sell war that's what what they do um anyway i thought it was important that we at least mention that absolutely that is a troubling development troubling but also kind of hopeful that it didn't work this time i hope that a lot of things that are in uh um i hope that a lot of things with uh, that are are on the horizon don't end up working out yeah but I, i you know every every presidential election i can remember the the uh the person I wanted to win didn't win. Actually, that's not true. The last one, the person I really didn't want to win didn't win. <laughs> Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was like, but I'm I'm ready to, you know, every every Super Bowl team I root for, they lose. I just, you know, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for I'm ready for this thing to to move forward. Uh, I'm not, but I I am. I'm trying to prepare myself for it to move well, forward as I, planned. You know, I mean, last presidential election it was clear that the establishment wanted jeb bush versus hillary clinton that's what it was supposed to be and trump um you know screwed things up uh for his own reasons and maybe they're not all the best reasons and he's got his own issues um but this was not the uh new world order wwe fight that it was supposed to be so this time around, you know, I mean, they know they're not getting, they're not getting Trump out on the Republican side. They're supposedly trying, but there's, you know, you can't really do anything with the incumbent. Um, but on the Democrat side, it's interesting that they went with Biden. And at first I was very confused by that, but I think um, they wanted someone uh 
as close to just an empty suit as possible. And Joe Biden in his current state is that guy. Like, literally, the only thing he's going to do, they're just going to be telling him, read this. He's going to read it. Sign this. He'll sign it. Um, say this. He'll, it's It's, you know... You've got all the power of the executive without an executive, which is, I think, what they're, you know, what the New World Order wants. So, where where, where are we going? <laughs> I think that's the million dollar question. The Democrats have to have. We're we're in for one of the biggest October surprises of all time, right? Is JFK Jr. going to be alive and be the vice president? I freaking hope. So, but I absolutely doubt that. That's the that's the pinnacle of QAnon belief. So I'm not not sold on that, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to disappoint. I hope we're. (laughs) But what what? But but I think what we can clearly see is Biden can't go the distance, like at all. Like if if Joe Biden steps on stage to debate Donald Trump. It will be the greatest hour of television in history. I mean, it would be hilarious because, and I'm not trying to be hateful of mean or rude. Joe Biden clearly is losing his mental faculties a little bit. At best, he's somewhat forgetful and stumbles over words. At worst, he has dementia. Uh, That is something that, love him or hate him, Trump does not have. Quick wit, sharp tongue. This is going to be annihilation. And so what they, they have to know that they have to know that. And so what's it, what's it going to be, right? What's the October surprise going to be? Something crazy is going to happen, man. He's going to pick the person for president and then he's going to die once he gets elected and they're going to take over or he's going to pick for vice president. I mean, yeah, I don't even think the more I think about it, I don't think they have to get rid of him though. Right. No, like I get they, that. It's, it's actually better if he doesn't die, right? Yeah. You're, you're, it's like Weekend at Bernie's. You're basically just running, you know, your own show. Yeah. He's he's just going to he's gonna do whatever he's told. Um, and they think, which is the same thing they thought in 2016, that they just have to say anybody but Trump. Like, like yeah, he's a, been a New World Order shill for the... Um, credit card companies and and does very creepy stuff and has people accusing him of other creepy stuff but uh, come on he's not trump yeah but even he's not trump is so hollow like the guy's his daughter's been arrested multiple times in but no charges happen his son is i mean whatever happened to him be you know the biden investigation in ukraine yeah Where's that? What, 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 where did that go? <laughs> oh, Bill, oh, don't worry. Bill Barr is all over that. Oh, He'll is he? The good, bottom of that good. too. Yeah. Good. Well, it, I'll tell you who's not all over that. CNN or the Democrat Party or anybody on the news. I mean, not even Fox News is talking about that. No. But just That whole thing just completely disappeared. Literal quid pro quo. Literal. On yep. tape. Yeah. Slam dunk. Yeah. Where's D- that? D- different rules, though different rules you know that's when it's uh biden doing it it's just politics when it's trump doing it it's the end of the world so 
But I think, um, yeah, I think you've got enough, uh, you know, especially if they get the mail-in voting um, stuff, that would help. You know, or maybe I, I've also wondered if the Democrats don't want to lose the presidential election and have four more years of Trump to to complain about. Oh, interesting. And then you can t- just continue the and the uh, the Black Lives Matter yeah, riots just, and just the- keep on keep on with with that end of it and with the being able to blame everything on Trump, you know coronavirus is trump's fault and the economy crashing is trump's fault and everything's trump's fault um and then because there's a lot more democrats uh in congress and that want to be in congress than can be the, the president so and i think they know that what they want to do is unpopular enough that if biden wins you're going to see a a you know, Tea Party type pushback the same way when Obama was elected. Sure. Hmm. So I, I can I can see that too. I, you know, but uh, if Biden gets in there and they get a couple, you know, Supreme Court justices and they um, take control of the Senate and add. Uh, Washington D.C. as a state, and get two more Democratic senators there, um, and legalize 22 million illegal immigrants. That uh, they're convinced 95% of them are going to vote Democrat. Uh, you know, that could be it for a while. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think it's quite that simple, though. I think people. Uh, I don't think demographics is the end the way, you know, political analysts think that it is, you know, people, people can change their mind, you know, and even when, uh, I mean the whole half the countries had riots because, uh, the Democrats were worried that, you know, like 5% more African-American men were going to vote for Trump this election. <laughs> oh, so we, Con- we had to Kanye burn the country out. down to stop it. Yeah. Kanye dropped out, by the way. That was an interesting five minutes. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he would. Um, I knew he wasn't serious for this time, but I thought he'd uh, play it out for a couple weeks. Me too. I thought he was helping his buddy uh, Trump, but, you know, who knows? He said he was against Trump, so in some sort of article that came out. So you have to believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no shady business going on. No. Uh, no. Trump saying, "Hey, Kanye, why don't you why don't you run for president?" <laughs> you know. Well, let's think back. Remember, your theory the whole time in 2016 was that Trump is Clinton's buddy. They've known each other. They love each other. Trump is going to get real far and then drop out of the race, giving the basically giving the race to Hillary at the very last second. You remember that? Well, that uh, I'm not trying to call you out. I was being wrong, but you remember? No, that, no, no. Right? I no, I I think um, yeah that they they were in on it, and you know he talked to Bill Clinton about running for president. Um, and there was a lot of fishy stuff, and 
and maybe part of the reason for this uh, extreme hatred of Trump is that he double crossed him. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think, and I think, you know, he might secretly have been just as surprised as anyone else on election day. I don't think so. My personal view, I think he's friends with the Clintons until a point. Mm-hmm. And then it, and I think personally, and this is basically, this is probably QAnon folklore. Uh, but he sees what Epstein's up to, kicks him out of Mar-a-Lago, knows that Bill's involved with him, tries to, you know, stay away. All the liberals love posting this picture of, you know, right. Trump, Trump and Maxwell and Epstein and Trump's wife from the 90s. Look at this. This is ever. I don't know why you people are even, you know, this this is clear that he's he's in on this. And I've heard that even the Netflix special on Epstein, it leans, it mentions Trump like several times. Doesn't mention Bill Gates, barely mentions <laughs> Bill, barely mentions Bill Clinton. But I feel like, you know, what you have there is a photo, which everybody's like, oh, it's proof. It's over. But like, how many, like, do you think that you could find a photo of you with somebody else 20 years ago that you no longer talk to? Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> like I, I, I mean, <laughs> when they asked Trump about it, he's like, yeah, I did know him. And I. You know, not a not a fan anymore. And the last time I talked to him, you know, he says early two thousands, I think, which the, everyone admits the pictures from before the which, time when he said he didn't right, talk which to him. Documented, it's documented that he won't let him. He, he kicked he kicked him away. So I think he knows a little bit about the Clintons enough to know that he didn't like him. Like during that whole, remember the debate at the end of the debate, well, she says. We can't have a world where Donald Trump has his finger on the trigger, and uh, if we have a world where he's in has that much power, we're in yeah, trouble. And, and he just jail. says because you'd be in jail. <laughs> just the casual way he says that, I feel like he knew too much, man. I feel like he knew. Yeah, he knew the Clintons were bad news. And this is, uh, but let's uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, the the, I mean, whatever else they are, the Clintons are masters at handling scandals i mean it's what they do yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, so going on the offense and getting other people the other side in involved in scandals and blind defense is is a strategy and that's what what they that's what do for four straight years yeah well longer than that but yeah first first it was no but that's what we've done with trump for four yeah. straight years yeah and and now i have to say this because the the world has gone crazy. You either you think that Trump is the greatest thing since sliced bread and the savior of our Christian nation, <laughs> or he's a pedophile and he's the he's the devil. But I don't think he's the savior of our Christian nation. I can say that I think that he might be a better leader for the country than Biden in this next election. But that does not mean that I put my hope in the Bible and that, you know, put a MAGA hat on Jesus and, <laughs> you know, this, this, that's a whole nother thing. And that is what right. our good friend, Dr. Future is just raging against with his books and interviews. Mm-hmm. This, the conservative right who has just become, you know, Trump's become their darling, um, which is fine, but not in like a, like a spiritual sense. Trump ain't going to save you. Right. <laughs> Trump is not. Well, and so it, it's like, is he, is he, is he QAnon going to rise from the ashes and get all these pedophiles and everything? Probably not. But it seems like he's a little bit aware 
more aware than we, any president we've seen of what yeah. might have been happening, like and more aware as in not involved in it, but aware of it. Um, but is he going to or- save this American Christian nation, which, you know, you and I contend it never was? Uh, no, I don't think so. And, and to put him above, you know, reproach is infallible. That's, a, you know, as Dr. Future says, it's a sign of worship. Well, and I, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, in moments of candor, Trump has said, hey, I've got a lot of problems. <laughs> you know? um, and there might be some Epstein stuff in his closet that they're holding over him. You know, I mean, he was into all the teenage beauty pageant scene yep. and what yep. have you that's. Uh, you know, it would would not be the most shocking thing in the world for no. Donald Trump to have something in his very de- big skeleton in the closet there. Right. But at the at the same time, um, he's one of the only people you can document being involved and moving away from those people. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, it it is fascinating times. Um, I guess what I would love is for politics to like shrink back down to the level of importance that it was, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Like can, can just politics leave the rest of our lives alone, you know, and some people be into politics and some people not be into politics and that's okay because it doesn't really affect your life. But no, everything has to, Politics has to run everything now, you know. And I think I wear think you your mask, get, take yeah. your vaccine. I think, you could, I think you could get people who don't think that it is, you know, who, who are left leaning and who are believe that the coronavirus stuff is real and Anthony Fauci's a god and all that stuff. I think you can at least even convince them, like, hey, come on now, is this political? I spoke yeah. to somebody just the other day, very very liberal person. He's got MoveOn.org stickers on his car. Okay. And I said, you know, what do you think about this or that? Just, just like throwing it out there. What's, what's, what do we got? He says, I hate that the mask has become a political thing. I think it's important because blah blah blah, which is mm-hmm. whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, anyway, um, but he says, you know, now it's political. So, and and so even the other side can admit that that the mask and the and all this baloney is political. And it's just, it's just how how did this happen? Like, I think. Not so small part of it is a supercomputer in everybody's pocket that can absorb your attention and <laughs> give you give you an alert the moment Chrissy Teigen deletes sixty thousand tweets. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and it's <laughs> that side does not signal to me that we've made our listeners feel any better. Well, we've. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, oh, I should have. The the audio was really lousy on the video I saw, but. Um, Mike Pence was down in Louisiana and he's sitting at a table with Coach O, head coach of LSU, who has the best Cajun accent of any man you'll ever hear in your life. And Coach O gives an impassioned speech about how football is the lifeblood of America and we need football back this fall, no matter what, and we can beat this coronavirus and we can have football. It's worth looking up people. 
All right. Coach O for president. There you go. (laughs) Oh, did Tommy Tuberville just got elected? So. Oh, did he? He beat Sessions. Yes. Yeah. So there we go, buddy, friend of mine. Do you have any words of wisdom for us? Uh, I recommend a a media fast at least a couple days, maybe once or twice a week. A media fast, you know, get outside, get some fresh air. Um, fresh air and some time alone with your thoughts or with a a non-triggering podcast. And, uh, you know, that at least there's fewer chemtrails. There's the positive silver lining of the day. (laughs) Did you listen to podcasts on your, on your solo hike, which by the way, sounded amazing. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 So podcasts and, and hikes right back to Korea days. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good for you, man. Thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully we'll get another show out next week. Uh, Pray. Read the Bible. Stay off the propaganda. The propaganda is nonstop, and it's so easy to fall into. Just uh, try to remember what's important in your lives, which is you, your friends, and your family. And and uh, there is someone who will solve this entire giant problem, all of it, one day, and rain down justice upon the evildoers and yes. the ones who do who do well. And that ain't us. That is Jesus Christ. And just rest in that, folks. Yeah, and the the justice part of that, I have to say, the older I get, the more appealing that part that part right. becomes. It's scary. Like on a personal level, it's scary, but it's also reaffirming. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. okay, so all that stuff I've seen, someone will pay. That's yeah. good. They will pay. I better, you know, but at the same time, I better uh, just continue to put my eyes on him. And uh, yeah. Yeah. He is my fortress, as David said. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's good to talk to you as always, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to everybody next week. Have a good week. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say- My dad used to go on Sunday mornings to the uh, to the donut shop, and he would bring back a, a big bunch of donuts. But there would always be a couple of chocolate donuts. I take the chocolate donuts and lick them, and put them back in the box.